Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin show. Episode 117, coming at you from the Minger True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher. Joining me in person this week, member of the Highway 22 crew, Sean Klosterman. Sean, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Last episode for a couple weeks. We're going to take a couple weeks off after this episode because somebody's getting married. Who? That'd be you. Me? You. When? Uh, I should probably have that nailed down more as best man, but you tell me. I should probably have that nailed down as groom, shouldn't I? Well, as long as we're both there, we've got a, we got a week and change to figure it out, I think. It's not, yeah, it's next weekend, right? I think so. Okay. Perfect. So don't, don't, don't tell, don't ask me what time or when I got to be where. I have no idea. <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> I'm sure we'll have more information on the day of. More than likely. So anyway, Sean is getting married in a week and a couple days, nine days, single digits now. Single digits. As we record. So congrats to Sean uh, with the big weekend coming up. Obviously a lot to do. So we will not record next week or the week after. So that being the week of what the I mean, twenty or the nineteenth. We will yes, we will be back in action. The week. The of week the of the nineteenth through the twenty third. Oh yeah, you're right. The twenty uh, sixth through the thirtieth. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in action with plenty to talk about. Which will be after your birthday. It's true. I'll be old by then. Mm-hmm. Remember the twenty seven club. Yep. Um. So lots to kind of go on from there um but just a heads up we are not going to be recording for a couple weeks with everything going on so thank you for your patience we'll be we will be back we're not just slacking off it's just gonna be a busy two weeks yeah so and going on a little little getaway (laughs) yeah what do you got going on we're going to munising oh nice that's all we're we're just going there for a few days very nice i think wednesday thursday friday so to, I took the whole week off from work, though, so that would be nice. So also, I think we're going to maybe post something about this later, but if you have any marital advice for Sean, oh geez. let us know. <laughs> send us an, a message, or if we make a Facebook post or something, uh, let us know your marital advice for Sean or wedding day advice, whatever you've got. Let us know. We want you to be a part of it as much as probably about that. <laughs> the guest list is pretty full. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. It, weddings are expensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> but let us know your advice on marital advice, successful marriages, successful wedding day, whatever it is, let us know. Uh, we'll drop that at some point, probably in the next week or so. So anyway, that is what we've got going on. Uh, also got to talk about our friends over at Rage and Pro Wrestling. RPW had RPW Envision 2 over the weekend. At uh, the Wild River Pizza Pub in there Shafton. There you go. You got it right I this did. time. After, it, after it's done. <laughs> um, owner, promoter of RPW, Rich Buchholz, was kind enough to send me a recap of awesome. the event. So with that in mind, and these matches will be on YouTube. This was uh, an all, women, all women's. women's event. Um, Sierra, who is an up-and-coming wrestler. Yes, Qu- Sean. Question. This was all outside? This was outside as well. Pictures have they seen? Yes. That would have been awesome. Um, First ever RPW outdoor event. And so with that, Sierra defeats Blair Onyx. Sierra, an up-and-coming wrestler, kind of getting around Mm. from the Milwaukee area. I think she will be wrestling at Copperfest 
this upcoming weekend, too. I believe so. If I remember right. I will look that up right now. Awesome. Uh, Laney Luck defeats... Oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go again. Guerra de Brasinas. Uh, Casey Lennox defeats Ashlyn Alexander. AEW's Layla Gray defeated Aria Alexander. RPW Women's Champion Heather Reckless retains her championship in a triple threat match against Shelly Benson and Leslie Michelle. And Haley J defeats Jasmine Allure coming off her SmackDown appearance. Yep, and Sierra will be at O'Connell Copperfest on Sunday, June 11th. With, Anything else you got from that card? With Joey Avalon. That's, uh, I believe that is her real-world uh, significant other. Oh, it is. I did not realize that. If I'm not mistaken. So they, they do some mixed oh, tags no, looks, as well. Looks like Silas Crane will be there. Or Silas Young, sorry. Very nice. Wisconsin product. Yep, and then Rashid. Very nice. Who was trained by Mr. Kennedy. Very nice. So it's Do you know who trained Mr. Kennedy? Jilt Wisconsin's own Mike Mercury. That's right. That's right. AKA Mike Cross. But Mike Mercury. Uh, so that was RPW Envision 2. Next RPW event comes August 26th. RPW Heatwave 3 at the Watering Hole in Green Bay. Tickets available for that online at RageandProWrestling.com. Also available at the Watering Hole and Look Sharp in the Fox River Mall. We will be going to that one, right? We are not. Oh, we're not. Well, I'm not. Son of a gun. Why not? Uh, we are. Uh, Sean and I are going to be in Milwaukee for her dad's birthday for a brewer game. That day. You, you couldn't take I missed Tom. his birthday last year. No, you couldn't take Tom to RPW. See, we talked about this last year because I missed the birthday game he, last he year. He would have so much fun. He really would. But he wanted something that everybody would like, and the girl probably well, other than so, Shauna. So me, you, Tom, and Ramsey, and Justin can all go to RPW, and everybody else can go to Milwaukee for Tom's birthday. This is really about what Tom wants, isn't it? I would agree with you. <laughs> I would say on record he said that when he picked out his birthday of event, it was a Brewer game with the whole family. And that was that weekend. Oh, man. So I think nine times out of ten, he would you'd probably would get that correct, Sean, and all that. But this is like the one time out of ten that the I Brewer the kids, game. I think the kids would all have fun. Simon would. Right. Simon would have a blast. He's just getting into wrestling. Um, the same weekend last year, they went to a Timber Outlaw game, which I missed. I went to RBW because mm-hmm. we were sponsoring the event. And it was Kurt Angle night or wrestling night at... The Tim Rattler game, and that's kind of really sparked some stuff. Who's isn't there a wrestling night this year too? Oh, um, Tim Rattlers, or is it is it for Tim Rattlers, or is it for the Gamblers? Bre- just had one. Yeah, I know, but I thought, I thought the didn't the Brewers had aren't the Brewers having something like that too? The Brewers generally have one every year. Uh, usually, it's like a Braun Strowman appearance because he's a big Brewer mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look first. I'll look at the Tim Rattlers. You look at Timber Adlers, I'll look at Brewers. Perfect. We'll, fig- we'll figure this out somehow. We really should. I mean, uh, taking a look at the Timber Adlers, they have a sitcom night. They have Margaritaville nights. Uh, the Shantyman night. The Marvel Defenders of the Diamond. Brewer Sunday all year. Racing nights. Video game night. Fang's birthday. Youper night. Uh, Unicorn nights. Cocomelon day. 
Dinosaur Nights, Brottoberfest. I do not show wrestling this year. Wrestling did not make the cut for the Timber Rollers. No, Brewer, Brewers don't have one either. Huh. Brewers got Wisconsin Night, Star Wars Night, First Responders Appreciation Night, Aloha Friday, Golf Night, Indiana Jones Day, Sesame Street Day, Harry Potter Night, and College Night. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, no wrestling night from anything that I... I know that, like I said, I know that the Gamblers had one. Great console, console Indiana, Jones. Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. one. Ooh, Cookie Monster. That'd be a fun one. Did you see the Paige Spronic one? Yeah, I did. For golf night? Uh, did you see the Harry Potter night? All I the didn't. all the different scarves? Oh, nice. College night. Milwaukee Bears. Cervezo's night. Oh. I'm going to see the Rockers, because they've had one a couple times as when they were like the Booyah and the Bullfrogs. They got Uke Skywalker. That's awesome. <laughs> That's a good one. It does not appear that the Rockers have one either. I did not well, see one at this point. It's kind of disappointing. really is, because wrestling fans come out for everything. Right. You get, you know, some, not washed up, but you get some older wrestler to come through. They come out in droves. I mean, you look at the Gamblers Night with Ted DiBiase. Oh, yeah. I wish, I wish we would have went to that. Yeah, my bad. I wasn't chibugging for that one, too. <laughs> oh, one job. One job. I know, I know. All right. Anyway, so RPW, August 26th at the Watering Hole. Be there, but we will be back in the November event. Yes. So we will be there for that one. Um, also, we've got to talk about our friends, Raise Energy, RepSports.com, code ROOT4ROOT, number four. 15% off of any order through repsports.com. And Sean, with that, let's get right into this one because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got our what we're rooting for that is brought to you by Fanatics, over 300-plus powered stores, including the NHL and NBA Championship Series. Show your love for your teams, whether it be maybe you're a Florida Panthers fan or the Vegas Golden Knights. Shout out to Rich, who is a big Golden Knights fan. Also, NBA Finals, Miami Heat. Get yourself a Jimmy Butler jersey, the Marquette alum. Or if you're feeling like you're looking for the possible champions, the Denver Nuggets. Get some Nuggets championship gear if they do end up winning. All in all, find your love for your team, 300-plus powered stores. Fanatics, Sean, what do you got for this week? Uh, you know what? I'm going to root for I'm going to root for NASCAR and Le Mans. What? Th- that's the end of the show. What you had rooted for. Shit. Uh, it was George Strait. Okay. Well, tell I'm us about sure. it. So, I mean, it, it was, was a, a big concert of the weekend. Yeah, it was a very big concert. Lots of freaking people. Way too many people for this guy. <laughs> there was like 48,000 people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was insane. So tell us more. He played for about two hours. And it was it was constant. He was he was going the whole two hours. For being seventy one, he was doing pretty good. That's awesome. I'm glad that you got to have that. Yeah, it was it was number one bucket list concert, and we get, we were able to knock it off this weekend, and it was amazing. Very good, very good. Um, I do not remember my roof for was last week at the other show. I think I was just kind of going general, be outside, be in, enjoy Wisconsin. I think, I think you're wedding for over the weekend, but... Yeah, that's probably about right. We were, uh, we had gone to Wisconsin Dells for Shauna's birthday. Oh, yeah, Shauna, um, Shauna's birthday. That's what it was. That was the was thing not that happened my this last week. <laughs> it was not my roof for it. It should have been. It was shouted out at the end of the last week's show. Yep. 
I'll say it again. Happy birthday to Shauna. Um, but yeah, we were in the Dells for a wedding on her family. So we got to hang out with a bunch of her family. It was her birthday on Saturday, same day as the wedding. So all in all, great weekend in Wisconsin Dells. Really kind of, I mean, you leave from Green Bay to Wisconsin Dells, you do see a lot of the state. Yeah. Um, and I know that we talk about all the news and the sports of the state, but once again, just some of the cool stuff we have in our state at our disposal just to go check out. Um, the wedding itself was at the old Circus Museum in Baraboo, which really embraces the circus down there, man. Even the water tower has, like, the red and white, almost like a tent look. Um, great weekend. They, they didn't have anything that Shauna got scared of at, you know? <laughs> no, they did not. I didn't, I didn't know if maybe they had a few few circus circus museum. So they don't what have do anything I... up anymore. You can definitely tell that it was oh, a circus museum. But it, they do not have anything that really entails that. It's I don't of, know if they had something outside that was just... God, I wish. I wish there would have been like a mascot or something. Just running around, having having There, there probably was. You just couldn't see them. No, I'm pretty confident. Because I kind of... <laughs> as as being engaged to someone who is afraid of mascots, I, I usually actually do a pretty good job of keeping diligent, keeping my guard up so I can shield if needed. Or laugh if needed. Oh, a little bit of both. Never hurts anybody. But... <laughs> Um, no, I did not, we did not come across any mascots over the weekend, uh, not at the hotel, not at any of the places we had gone, so, unless there was a mascot at the Elton Mall where they went shopping Saturday with just the girls, I do not see any mascots. So weekend. what you're saying is, we gotta bring mascots to your wedding? I think Shauna would kill you. I really do. <laughs> think so? I, I really do. I think that That's would. an idea. That's an idea right there. That would end your existence on this earth. I'd probably laugh, <laughs> but um, I don't. We'll think just that. bring Fang. If Fang shows up to our wedding, I would, <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. But the worst thing ever would be if Whiffer shows up. I am not a Whiffer fan. Not that uh, I'm like a. Fr- I just don't get him. Right. Well, and that's it, not my nugget or anything like that. I just, it's not. It's not like the Philly fanatic. Kind no, of. it makes no sense. Like it just 2010. Can, can we get the Utter Tugger? Oh yeah, Bell the Cow. Yeah, I mean no Buttercup. 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 Yeah, Buttercup. Sorry. I'd be okay if Buttercup shows up, but okay. yeah, I just I do so not. It, so if any, any, anybody knows Buttercup or Fang uh, or Fang, can you just shoot them on over to Sean here and we'll figure it out? Yeah, we got a year and change to figure that out. Right. Hey, uh, you're you're an owner, so you should be able to rent it, shouldn't you? I want to pay for it though. So if somebody else wants to pay for it. I'm all uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that since she started coming on this show, she doesn't listen to it anymore. Because she would not enjoy this part. But this is going to be a fun one. I, the listeners, I hope someone tells her about it and that she has to go listen. Because I'm not going to tell her about this. No. This is going to be awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, if someone wants to pay for Fang to show up to our wedding. I bet you we could figure it out. There's somebody that's going to figure this out. Like I have a lot of faith <laughs> in our listeners. All five of them. Right. No, we have more than that. But... Um, for all five of our listeners, if one of somebody wants to figure out how to get Fang to our wedding next year, by all means, I'm I'm not signing off. I want to be very clear about that. It sounds like it's I'm should, not condoning this. He, he's he's given me the head nod, guys. He's I, condoning I am it. Not. I would say it would probably be kind of funny, but also I think Sean would probably kill me by is there, extension. Is there a mascot for the Blizzard? Yeah, Bruiser. Bruiser. That's right. That's uh, I think. The Packers are the only team in Wisconsin that don't have a mascot. Because the Doc Spiders have some uh, little spider-looking guy. 
Um, the Rockers have Rody. I'm going to do a little Google search right about now. See if I can figure something out. Um, Bruiser, the Blizzard guy. Um, Green Bay Phoenix have Flash. Uh, the Milwaukee Panthers have some sort of, I don't know what his name is. I don't say it's like Pete the Panther or something stupid. Um, Marquette, I know, has one. Obviously, there's Bucky. If Bucky shows up to our wedding, I think she'd have to be okay with that. True, true. Uh, given that we got engaged at a, at a Badger game. But, um, so if somebody wants to line up Bucky. There's a Barney costume. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got, obviously, Bernie Brewer, the barrel man. Remember when they had a Hank mascot? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wonder how he's doing these days. Right? He's got to be getting up there. I think he made a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. But I'm just saying, I think Hank the dog's got to be getting up there. Starting to worry about him. A little sad now. I think the Brewers would announce if something happened to him, all right? I would think so. No, I'm sad. I hope Hank's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, it's back on topic. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about our roof. <laughs> so with the positives come the negatives. Tyler here, no good of the week. You got anything for us this week, Sean? Traffic and construction. Again? Back-to-back yeah. weeks? Yeah. I can't blame you for that. I don't. I work from home, so I don't got to drive too many places. Uh, the, actually, the road, the drive down to the Dells and back was not. I don't think we had any traffic or construction. Yeah. So the whole traffic getting into the concert Saturday was horrible. I bet it was. And it was. It wasn't too bad getting out though. We kind of snuck out a little bit, and it only took us half hour to get or ten minutes to get out of there. Nice. Which can't was kind of well, we were par- we were parked just probably. Two rows from the as far back as you could go, but so it took like probably a long enough time to get back there. Everybody was already gone, right? And there was a lot of people taking Ubers, which didn't make any sense to me. Why? I'm curious on why. I can't imagine how much an Uber was. Well, depending on where you're staying, yes, there's usually like an increase in like, um, in price for it because it's a popular event or whatever, and there's a lot of demand. so they had this. The parking lot. They got a little parking lot there for yeah. Ubers. There had to be a thousand people standing around that parking lot. So, you, I mean, there was probably like a little bit of a surcharge because it was so busy. But honestly, there were people laying in the grass, it's, it's passed worse. out already. It's worse when there's n- like nobody wanting them than when you want one, if that makes sense. Yeah, but how would you get back into the stadium? Like, if you're the Uber driver. I don't. I don't think they do. There's usually like a specific area. I don't think the Uber driver. Is... Wait, there there was a specific area, but but yeah, they usually get to fly through because they have like a little light on their car. That's, hey, I'm driving for Uber. Yeah, but even still, there was so many people that you couldn't even tell who was who and what was what, anything like that. I got nothing for it. I'm, uh, I'm, it I'm was, sure they haven't figured out. It it's, was just bad. There's probably a fine science to it, but I I couldn't <sighs> tell you it. I wouldn't want to do it. I know that much. So my nuggie. Then, oh. Oh, go ahead. I had a little bit more. And then the people getting out on the highway and trying to walk to the stadium. Oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean by that. On Brewers, what is that? Brewers Way. Brewers Way. It used to be Miller Parkway. Right. Somebody actually got pulled over. Oh, really? The, the cop was there and actually got on the speaker and yelled at him and everything. And actually, gave. I think they gave him tickets and everything. Oh, really? So they weren't they weren't messing around. Well, and you can't with that many people. You know, you said there's 48,000 some odd people. And 
you know, these concerts, you get enough people who just go to the parking lot and right. don't go to the concert. Wait, that would that was would have been a great idea because you probably could have heard them from the parking lots. Right. So, but uh, yeah, is that right. your nuggies? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, my nuggie is going to go to the Wisconsin Lacrosse Federation and also to Pier High School. So, saw this on oh, yes, on the news this. over the weekend or on Monday. Um, actually, first I I heard it first um, on my deck Monday night because the Pier High the Pier High School is only like a couple blocks from my apartment. Uh, slash the roof of Wisconsin studio. And apparently they shoot off fireworks when they go after graduation from the school. Did not know that coming. So I'm just sitting we're, there. Weren't here last year when they did it? We didn't live here at this. I mean, we lived at the other one. But oh, I suppose. We you, you haven't been here a year yet? Not until July. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I know. Time feels flies. A, feels a lot longer than that. Um. So anyway, so they had all these fireworks and we're a little bit closer to the high school and uh, we're not in the back of that of that other other complex that we had been at. So, uh, anyway, so I I heard the fireworks, so that tipped me off. But so I'm going through uh, Facebook on Tuesday, and I come across a story about how so Depeer High School had graduation Monday night, which in and of itself is kind of weird to me. Right on a Monday, but but all the these last <laughs> few years graduation's been on like a weekday, and it's been weird. Well, for if you remember, like Lena always had it in the middle of the week. Too, yeah, they did again this us. year. And that was growing on. That's just what they always do. I don't. Mm-hmm. Again, and no sense to me, but whatever. But Lena's only graduating. I think twenty it was kids at a crack. Twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three kids. Sure. Um, so DePierre had three hundred fifty-five graduates the Holy other night. Shit. But nine of them were very torn on what to do. Uh, the nine young women were starters on the school's lacrosse team that were supposed to play in the state quarterfinals on Monday night. And they played in their semifinal or their championship sectional final game, whatever. I don't know what actually because it's not through the WIA. Uh, but they basically they played in the they played Notre Dame in Green Bay on Friday night to move into the state quarterfinals, which is the state tournament. Um, and they played them Friday night. Well, the Wisconsin Lacrosse Federation apparently has this rule where there ha- there can be a negotiation to play on on one day, plus or minus the scheduled date. So it could have been Sunday, it could have been Tuesday. Um, and the coach for the opposing school, so I guess they get a nugget here too, which would have been um, Verona, said that they didn't want to reschedule. Well, of course not. So uh, the game went on. The organization kind of kept their hands off of it, which I think is stupid. Uh-huh, very um, stupid. I mean... So this isn't WIA. You this said, is not right? the WIA. This is the Wisconsin Lacrosse Federation. So they learned from the WIA. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just I don't I don't get first I mean a school should kind of know better. I will say that. So that's where my my DePier nugget comes in. Is DePier should have even if you you know you don't know when you schedule graduation out ahead of time, right? You've kind of you know you've got to know the schedule of these sports teams that they could. Yeah, but like you said, they still had that buffer of a day either way. Right, and that's that's where I don't know why Verona didn't. You know, they could have done the right thing. Obviously, they're playing for a championship. But right. The UA or the LHF has to step in at that point. Exactly. LWF has exactly. to step in and say, you know, these are kids. 
Like, it's not like this is college for money. It's not like they're going to lose a lot of money right. if if it doesn't play on the schedule night. You've got to let the the kids get this both this graduation milestone and then also be able to play in the game that they work so hard for. Right. Cuz even even if you even if they win, which they did. DePierre got killed in this game. Right. But you got to figure how many nine starters? Well, right. And that's I don't know how many people play on the cross field at the same time. I'm assuming it's probably close to like 11 or 12. I, I think 11, 12. I think it's like like a soccer soccer. But that's the thing. I just don't get like why why are we letting adults not be adults here? Right. You know, let the kids he, have their moments. Both of them have the game that they worked their asses off. Really, you know, four years of well, probably more than that. You probably start younger, but mm-hmm. four years of work to not even get to play in your elimination game or right. in your champion, you know, your finality. I mean, I guess you can say you didn't lose your last game, but you don't get a state championship for that either. Right. And I feel I feel like if I don't know, for Verona, Verona's coach should have just said, okay, we'll play Tuesday well, or right. Sunday. That's... I mean, just been. So I guess the coach from Verona apparently had no interest in moving the date. Well, of course not. But the federation, so it goes to arbitration after that. And that's where the, like, that's, again, adults have to be adults. Right. You have to have that, that instinct yeah. to make things right so that a kid doesn't have to miss their, their high school graduation because not everybody goes you know, to college and not everybody even walks to college if they do go. Right. So you can't rob somebody of that milestone. I, that is, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so they, I mean, they had a chance to do it. They didn't do it the right way. Uh, the lacrosse federation fell back on, because it was a weekend, it's supposed to be like a business day to figure it out, and they, it technically wouldn't have been enough time. I don't know. It, it's just really dumb. They go down with basically a JV team. Right, exactly. To play in your, your quarterfinal game, and then they lose 16-2. to two. Oh. So just all in all, everybody, I mean, the players don't, but you get a noogie from the schools for scheduling it from the federation. And then again, the coach from Verona, you know, I don't blame them in one sense, but at the same time, like again, but if everything was flipped, it would be a totally different. Well, right. If it was Verona and De Pere didn't cancel, right. Then De Pere would get the noogie for that. And Verona would be, you know, rightfully pissed off. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I, again, this, you got, you got to look at it both ways. This should have never happened. No. That's just the bottom line of it. The the adults from the Federation have to step in. They didn't. So, anyway, that is my big noogie, um, which leads us to our Wisconsin Web Story of the Week. And we're going to stay in the, the concert venue, Sean, because you talked about concert. We're talking about Flowrider. We're talking about Flowrider. Flowrider. Um, so, we, we just seen him at the, must have been the pregame for Florida, Florida Panthers, right? Florida Panthers? Yes. And uh, Vegas LA Gold Knights. Vegas Gold Knights. LA, not LA. Vegas. LV. LV. Yep, LV Gold Knights. Um, so Florida had the Titletown District in Green Bay at, the, at Lambeau Field. Does a bunch of concerts throughout the summer. Free concerts on the hill. It's a packed area. It's awesome. They do a bunch of free ones. Last year it was Jason Derulo yep. to start the summer off. This year it was Florida. Well... Florida's agent allegedly made a giant mistake, double booked him. 
Oh, is this that's what actually happened? Oh, allegedly. Oh, allegedly. I, I'm. That's what the, oh, the so official Pat, story is. Pat McAfee shared allegedly. I was not there. I don't know the conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying that is what the story was. That he was double booked, and then he was supposed to fly into Milwaukee. Did not land until after he was supposed to have started playing, and then the traffic from the concert backed him up. So apparently he didn't even take the stage until 10-something. So two hours after he was supposed to start playing. Um, the funny part of it to me is the simple fact. So the article that I saw this come through came from NBC26 here in Green Bay. And God bless them. You know, they're trying. They're, if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't know what the current market of the land lays. But the little bit of time that I worked in TV, NBC26 was, like, dead last in local news. And, like I said, God bless them. I'm sure they're trying. But when you go... So, anyway, where I'm going with this, the news article uses, like, flow, like, instead of the artist Flo Rida, which I guess technically it's it's flow, F-L-O, space R-I-D-A. But they're using flow... Like, it's his first name throughout the article. So it says, Flo did not take the stage until this. And Flo played, you know, whatever. I'm sitting there like, Flo. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking of the progressive commercials. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Like, that's the part that kills me. It's just, like, this is why you're last. No offense to anybody that works there. Again, very hardworking people. It could, it could have been better. They could have just had Florida as his, as his name. I think that would have been better. <laughs> really? I, I really do. At least, like... You can blame autocorrect or something. Yeah, but you can't. You can't post an article if you haven't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You, you know, can. spell check it or you whatever. You can. You very much can. You shouldn't, but you can. It is. It has been done. It continue. Will continue to be done. Right. Again, this is no offense to the, to the hardworking journalists who work there, because that has to, an editor somewhere has to sit down and be like, okay, right, exactly. This isn't I, so, this somebody is above this person had to had to read this and be like, eh, who knows? But I'm assuming it was an old Caucasian, right? Who who had no idea what was going on, or so, that's or that's who wrote the article, and then approved it themselves, right? They must have been, you know, you think about it, they probably were on deadline because the concert didn't start till so late. Mm-hmm. Probably on a midnight deadline, and since he didn't start till 10. Flow. Flow Rida. Right. But it was multiple times throughout the article, Sean. It wasn't even like once. If it's once, okay. You know, you're just, you're, you're calling it once. But to do this multiple times, like I said, I'm sitting there thinking, they're talking about the progressive lady. Anyway. I don't know what to tell you on that one. So, back to the world of sports. Um, we go through our look around the state. The Bucks officially make their hire official. Adrian Griffin is the new head coach. Not much more to say on that. We did a pretty deep dive on that last week. Um, staying in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Admirals, unfortunately, their season comes to an end in the Western Conference Final, losing in a series 4-1 to one against the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Coachella. Um, credit to... Admirals fans in the city of Milwaukee kind of rallying together for that, um, for something that kind of was unexpected. Uh, I guess the UWM Panther Arena was always full. Nice. So had a couple, I guess they had a couple for the road games, they had a couple uh, live events. 
um, at some of the different bars in Milwaukee, watch parties. People came out for them. So, all in all, congrats to them on a a heartbreaking end, but a very successful season. Um, again, hats off to them for reaching this far and giving us something to talk about and paying a little more attention to Milwaukee hockey. Uh, staying in Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Milkmen continue their season. They are an interesting bunch of guys. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman plays for them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, some other, you know, among other names. But Milwaukee Milkmen playing very well as of late in the league they do. So very kind of fun to watch them kind of going on and playing some pretty good pro baseball right now. Um, up right now as we record, one nothing over the Kane County Cougars, formerly of the Midwest League. But very fun to watch them play every night and kind of see their stuff come out. Um, you never know who you're going to see at that ballpark. So, again, like I said, they have a former big leaguer, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, playing. So He's got to be almost 40. Actually, it might be a different Ryan Zimmerman. It looks like he's a pitcher. Jordan Zimmerman? No, no, no. The guy's name is Ryan Zimmerman, but I think it's a different one than... Than who we I had was going to say, because he, he's got to be 40s. Uh, former Brewer Richie Sexton coaches in this league. He does not coach the Milkmen. But he is the manager for a team in this league. He's a manager. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what's that's, going on that's there. That's just funny. Uh, staying in the world of baseball. Milwaukee Brewers, Sean, since we last talked, we talked last week about how they were staying afloat and still in first place. They have had a hot weekend, a really hot week since we last recorded. Uh, four and two in their last six games. No. It'd, yeah. That'd be six. But I'm just, four and sound, two is six. That didn't sound right to me. I think they played seven because they won Thursday. No, they had an off day. Thir- no, they lost Thursday. Okay. It's I'm okay. All... You can do It's okay. You went to Jill. So <laughs> it took three out of four from the Reds. So five out of seven. That's what I was getting at. There. Okay. Now I. Now we got it. Five out of seven, from the. We, um, we took the long way. We really did. Or Three out I of four. Say you took the long way. You didn't correct me. You did not help me out here. I w- wasn't saying anything. Four and two made sense. <laughs> but I knew there were seven games. <laughs> that was the problem. Um, four and two is seven. Right. So three out of four from the Reds. Um, who are starting to play really good baseball this last week. Ellie De La Cruz. Looks, number one, top prospect really in good. baseball came up. Um, he's fast. He's fast. So Brewers got to avoid his debut and avoid the spark that came with them mm-hmm. because I think the Reds have won three straight since he came so. up. Um, but the Brewers get to avoid that. Took three out of four from the Reds, which was kind of how they had the series. It was weird. It was Friday through Monday. Which you don't see a whole lot yeah, of. Yeah, that's a different one. Um, but they got the series in. Brewers won Friday in extra innings. Uh, Saturday pretty handedly, and Sunday, I believe, was a pretty tight game as well. Uh, lost on Monday, and then Brewers came back home for a three-game set against the Baltimore Orioles, who have been playing better than a lot of most teams in baseball. Uh-huh. A very young core. Brewers took two out of three from them over the last few days here. Um a nail biter comeback win on Tuesday or on Tuesday night, which saw Joey Weimer have his first career walk off hit, second walk off of the season. He had a sack fly earlier this year, 
And Joey Weimer was on a terror. Hit had five straight hits, extra base hits at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, that started in his last at bat with the walk off in the tenth on Tuesday. Went four for four in the win, ten to two. The Brewers win on Wednesday, including uh, four for four for per- performance. First multi home run game for Joey Weimer in his career. Two home runs, double and a single. Missed the triple for the cycle, but he went yard instead in the last at bat. So um, home run for him. I believe every player that started for the or that played for the Brewers got at least one hit, other than maybe Luis Urias, who cannot buy a hit right now. Right. Um, since coming back up to the big leagues, I did see something. I don't. Did I, I don't know. No, I didn't send it to you or tag you in it on. I think it was on Facebook. But the last time we had a rookie doing something like this. It struggled in the first month. It was J.J. Hardy. Okay. Back in 05. Oh, Jesus. But he struggled. It's almost identical numbers to Joey Weimer. Wow. I did not see that, but that sounds yeah. about right. We're, I think he's got like a 9 or 10 game hitting streak. Got yeah, he's, today. Batting, he's batting 381 in the month right now. That's insane. Um, and he was at like... 214, something like that. I think he was below 200, to be honest with you. Yeah, it started this hot streak. So, uh, Joey Weimer tearing the cover off the baseball. Willie Adamas back with the team. Played a rehab stint, two-game rehab stint with the Tim Brattlers, including a Brewers Sunday appearance at uh, Neuroscience Field. On Sunday with the the Tim Brattlers, made the road trip to the first game and played Tuesday night for the Brewers. Hit a a uh, long home run in his first A.B. back on Tuesday. Moonshot to left center. Welcome back, Willie Adamas. He's been a very big contributor the last couple of days in these lopsided wins. Um, and the Brewers really kind of getting it from a little bit from everybody right now. Uh, the Brewers did tie their season high of 10 or were one short of 10 runs last night. Um which they're one short of their season high of 11 runs is what I was meaning, uh, did hit a new season high for hits in a single game with 16. Uh, Brewers did have eight hits today spread out in their loss to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, looks like Yelich went one for three, Adamas one for four, William Contreras two for four, Owen Miller one for four, who's just, I mean, he's cooled down a little bit. He's still hitting above 300. Right. Awesome to watch. Um yeah, Luis Urias still does not have a hit since coming back up over the weekend. And Corbin, Corbin Burns finally, finally. Corbin Burns had a vintage Corbin Burns right. performance uh, last night in the win, but I tell you who's the most impressive pitcher right now, Sean. It's it's not Corbin Burns. Uh, Devin Williams probably could get that nod too. He's got he's allowed one run all season Brent to Suter. this point. Not on the team anymore. Um, Adrian Hauser. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm gonna go Colin Ray. Although Adrian Hauser. Colin Ray, who prior to the Astros series had not won a game in the majors since 2016. We've talked about this a couple times. Mm-hmm. Had won three straight starts up till today. I uh, got a no decision, but in five innings today, Sean, three hits, one walk, eight strikeouts for Colin Ray, who's kind of cementing himself and really kind of figuring out his place in this rotation, which is just baffling the fact that he has one. Right. But making the most of it, so congrats to him. Same, same with Julio Tehran. Yeah, just congrats to both of them, really. Right. Um, and the fact that Adrian Hauser's in the rotation. Although he did get a, <laughs> a win, I believe, in his last start as well. 
just can't be nice to that guy, can you? I just, until it's consistent one way or the other. If he's going to suck, I want him to suck, just be awful. But if he's going to be good, I want him to be really good. I'm telling you, he's the second coming of Sean Markham. That is terrifying. You can't say that to me. It, am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not wrong. He reminds me, well, no, Freddie Peralta is a lot more like Dave Bush. I was thinking more Dave Bush. Yeah, Dave Bush. Oh. I'm trying to think of who I would think. Of. I don't. I don't think Sean Markham's right because Sean Markham was awful at the end of his. Kyle stint. Loesch. Honestly, that's not a bad comparison. <laughs> Kyle Loesch or Matt Garza in his career with the Brewers. Oh, geez. short stint. Forget he was a Brewer. Probably closer to Kyle Loesch though, where if he got like that, you know, one inning under his belt, watch out. But the, you get him early in the first or second, he is screwed. If he doesn't have his his cutter going or sinker going. He's screwed. Right. But if he has it going and he has a shutdown first or second inning, you're screwed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Kyle Loesch is a very good comparison to, to Adrian Hauser. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to stick with that. Stick with that one? Until I figure one out better. But I, I was going to say Randy Wolf, but Randy Wolf is a null. Giovanni Gallardo, maybe? Nah. Not Ben Sheets. Ben Sheets is probably the best Brewers pitcher, aside from Corbin Burns, that we've seen in our life. Right. Willie? Willie Peralta? No, I forgot about him. I did too. I don't know why that name popped in my head. <laughs> we could probably go here through an hour of just random brewers that we could think of that played good for a year. And Matt Stairs was a brewer. Yeah, he was. Victor Santos, Luis Vizcaino, all the guys who played in just that awful, awful stretch of baseball like 2002 mm-hmm. through. Like, oh, four. All the Slugfest players? Yeah. Um, Curtis Leskenek, who might be, like, the worst pitcher of all time, but was a key cog in the, the 2004 comeback for the Red Sox against the Yankees, which made no sense. No. Um, quick, just real quick, Curtis Leskenek, since you mentioned <laughs> Slugfest. Um, do you remember his screwball in that game? Uh-huh. It wasn't, like, an actual screwball, because a screwball goes, the opposite yep. of a curveball goes back, if you're right-handed, goes back towards the right-handed batter. It was an actual screw. Like, it... Yep. That was awesome. Um, anyway. It was so, always the toughest pitch to hit. It really was. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Brewers. I play Slugfest now. I do. I have, I have my GameCube in here, and I have an <laughs> HDMI converter for it. Don't tempt me. We'll stop recording. We'll just start playing, and then Sean is going to come home and be, what the hell are you guys doing? Um, anyway. So. Oh, oh, we can bring it to the Airbnb next weekend. Not a bad idea. Uh, Brewers. <laughs> 34 and 29 on the season after today's loss. Six and four in their last 10. And they do have the Oakland Athletics coming to town for a three game set. Brewers offense kind of going right now. So you hope that means a three game sweep or at least two out of three. You got to hope for at least two out of three. Um, should be an interesting. They got a 7 10 start tomorrow night. Adrian Hauser versus. Uh, I don't know who this is. Uh, Medina. Funky Tom Medina. Loading. He's Luis Medina, who is 0-5 on the season with an 8.1 ERA oh. in 29 innings pitch. He does have 26 strikeouts, though. So he doesn't get a whole lot of innings, but he does usually have a strikeout per inning. Um, so that's Friday night starter. Sun, on Saturday at 310, be Julio Tehran versus Blackburn, who is 0-0 on the year with a 6 ERA. And then on Sunday, it'll be Freddie Peralta, 5-5 five and five on the season, going against uh, Sears. 
J.P. Sears, who is 0-3 on the season with a 4.2 ERA. So actually, I believe that is the one matchup all weekend where the Brewers do not have the advantage in the ERA column. And it's pretty sizable by all, uh, like I said, 8.1 versus 3.45, uh, 6 versus 1.56, and then 4.2 versus 4.55. Brewers lose on that Sunday. Yeah, Freddie. Freddie struggles. He did look good in his last start, though. Mm-hmm. So hopefully him he's figuring something out. But Brewers, first place in the Central. Um, in the other Central, I don't know if you saw the station. As of today, Minnesota Twins lost earlier today. There is not a team with a winning record in the AL Central. But that's a rough one. Brewers are thirty-four. The Twins were doing good. They were. They are thirty-one and thirty-two after a loss today. They have lost five straight. Wow. Uh, Brewers thirty-four and twenty-nine. Pittsburgh has lost two straight. They're thirty-four, two and twenty-nine. The Cincinnati Red Stockings have gone five and five in their last ten. Uh, they are 29-34. The Cubs, 26-35, and 4-6 in their last 10. The Cardinals did win last night, I believe, on a walk-off, but they are 26-37, 3-7 in their last 10. <laughs> so back to reality for them a little bit, uh, which is shocking considering that their reality should be probably where the Brewers yeah. are. but Better than the Brewers, probably. Nevertheless, there they are in the basement of the National League. And actually... For win percentage, they have the second worst record. Third worst in the, if based on win percentage. but To the A's? Uh, just in the National League. Oh, um, the National League. The Washington yeah. Nationals are 25 and 36. They got a 410 win percentage. The Cardinals are 413. And then out west, Colorado, 26 and 38 with a 406. So 40% of their wins. But um, the basement of the MLB. Is the Oakland Athletics at fourteen and fifty on the season? Ooh, rough. and then Kansas City Royals at eighteen and forty-four, which I believe the Brewers have them coming up as well. So, so hopefully we can get a little bit of a winning streak. Actually, they do not. They don't have Kansas oh. City until. Way to get my hopes up. When do they? Have? Did we play them already? I don't know. I'm talking a lot of myself here, but you play everybody in the league. Must have played them already. No, oh, I'm not seeing them. Oh yeah, we did play them. We beat, we swept them like two weeks ago. Oh, nice. So, uh, upcoming series, you got Oakland this weekend on the road for two in Minnesota, which good timing there. Mm-hmm. And then potential, potential battle for first place, um, the weekend of your wedding with the Pittsburgh Pirates. On that weekend. Then a three-game set against Arizona. Both of those at home. Hit the road for three in Cleveland. And the next time we record, probably would be around the series of four games set around against the Mets. Who are also having a losing record as of right now. So we'll touch base with that in a couple weeks. See where the Brewers are at. Hopefully still in first place. It's All-Star break's July, right? Yep. Uh, All-Star break will be July 10th through the 13th. So then, what, the 31st of July is trade deadline, right? Yes. Okay. It'll be right. a Monday. Brewers taking on the Nationals for a three-game set around there. So looking forward to that time, um, staying with the world of baseball. Wisconsin Timberlers, Sean, despite being in last place in the division, have been playing some very good baseball of late. Um, six and four in their last ten have won two in a row. 
20 and 32 on the season. With in their up right now, they won last night nine to four. Up right now in the West Michigan Whitecaps four to one. So playing some very good baseball there. Um, you know, hopefully keeping this hot streak riding into the second half of the season. Going to the other team in Wisconsin, which we have not talked about, and I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised no one's called me out on it. Uh, the Beloit, I don't even know the Sky Carp are twenty four and twenty eight on the season. Uh, they have gone two and eight in their last ten. So they are kind of in that same bottom of the Midwest League, Midwest side of the league. Um, Jim Miller's playing some good baseball right now, though. Washington or West Michigan, twenty and twenty five on the year. So kind of finally starting to heat up and get things right. Again, you kind of hope that goes in the second half of the league um, for that second half standings because like the Midwest League breaks it up into two standings for playoff time. Mm-hmm. Um, with that in mind, looking at the Northwoods League, staying with baseball, Sean, Green Bay Rockers have been nothing short of incredible. Last night was a really cool event that they do um, where... <laughs> They play against the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders at Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium, uh, where the Tim Rattlers play, as the uh, Fond du Lac Dock Spiders are actually owned by the Wisconsin Tim Rattlers. So the... Trying to look at the scores forgot, on that I one. I forgot to ask you, is there any good good food this year at Tim Rattlers? Um, any new, new good food? Yes, they did have their food fight item, which I could not, for the life of me, remember off the top of my head. I've not tried it yet. Mm-hmm. So every year, the Tim Rattlers have like a new menu item at, at Fox City Stadium. Um, it's voted on by the fans. I could not, for the life of me, tell you what this year's winner was. Oh, man. Come on. <clears throat> Very tough to beat the grilled cheese cheeseburger for me, though, the winner of a couple years back. Always good. Is it still on the menu? Yes. Well, it is. Um so Green Bay Rockers, as we speak, are winning three to one over the Wisconsin Rapids Rafters. The Doc Spiders are losing right now two to zero against Rockford. But in terms of standings, Green Bay actually having a very good early part of the season here. Six and four on the season. Uh, did lose last night to the Doc Spiders. Uh, the Wausau Woodchucks also at six and four. Lake Shore Chinooks five and five. Madison Mallards five and five. The Wisconsin Rapids Rafters five and five. Final Act Doc Spiders three and seven. Uh, staying in the state of Wisconsin, looking at the Great Plains East, Rochester eight and two, Duluth four and four, Eau Claire four and four, Waterloo four and six, Lacrosse three and five, and Thunder Bay three and five. Thunder Bay. Uh, the Great Plains West does not have a Wisconsin team in it, so we're not going to talk about them. And then looking at the Great Lakes East, Traverse City Pit Spitters, which are also affiliated with a Midwest League team. Uh, they are at seven and three. Kalamazoo Gris- Growlers six and four. Kokomo Jackrabbits five and five. Rockford Rivets five and five. Kenosha Kingfish at four and six. And the Battle Creek Battle Jacks three and seven. Nice. Pretty quick this time, hey? Yeah, a lot quicker than last time. Well, we had a lot to talk. It was the beginning of the season <laughs> last week, so had to get all that information out there. Uh, the Green Bay Rockers, again, as I mentioned, in action as we speak. They are currently winning. Uh, back at home the next couple nights, or excuse me, on the road the next couple nights before coming back home on Monday the 12th. Back at home Thursday we go to a Rockers Friday. game. This we year. really should. should. I, I Personally, I've always had like a hard time going to them. Not for any reason. Just, if I'm going to go to a, watch that same level of town, I'd probably go to a Tim Butler game, personally. Right. But both are very good. Um, we can do that this year. Definitely we should. 
Um, so Tim or the Rockers in first place as we speak here today too. I'll touch back on them as they get closer to their midway point of the season. I'm trying to find when their all-star break. I believe that's end of July for their all-star break. Um, with being the college season mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, no teams in the Wisconsin and the um, college baseball World Series because there's only one Division One team in the state the way it is, and it was not Milwaukee winning the Horizon League this year. I believe Wright State got the win in the automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. Um, Division Three state or Division Three college World Series, I believe, still played at Fox City Stadium, and then uh, state softball going on as we speak, and then state baseball next week at Fox City Stadium. Nice. Um, can technically stay in the world of, of baseball in a way, but it also involves football, so we're going to move on to the Green Bay Blizzard. The Green Bay Blizzard at 4-5 and five on the season. They play tomorrow night, which is when we're recording this. So Friday night action for the Blizzard's last home game of the regular season for 2023. Uh, block party night. It'll be Bud Night. So if you're not doing anything, go check them out as well as they fight for a playoff spot in the IFL. So be sure to check that out if you've got nothing going on. Tickets are still widely available in the end zone seats. Anything going on with after Blizzard? I believe there's a post-game concert as well. No, 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 no. Like when Blizzard are done for the rush? Um, or... Because I'm assuming I don't gamblers, so. yeah, gamblers the, don't the, start for... Well, they do have their tryout camps and stuff like that, but that doesn't really get started until, I think, July. Mm, okay. But, um, yeah, kind of a quiet season quiet for the season Rush. For the rush? Uh, they, I'm sure they've got concerts coming mm. up and whatnot, but... There's a, Dustin Lynch is there next week. He's at the Plaza. Well, I don't know how they do that. that. I really haven't figured out how they're doing that, but... Hmm. I believe so, that's outdoor. So if Dustin Lynch is listening and wants to come to a wedding after he's done with his concert. <laughs> if you know <laughs> Dustin Lynch or just Dustin Lynch is uh, listening, which for the record, I can see where our listeners are, and I do not believe we have any in the Nashville area. But if you are, we can put we can put one there. How would how would we go about that? We'll figure it out. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so yes, Dustin Lynch. I do. You, you might as well make an official invite. Yeah, Dustin Lynch, if you're not doing anything, uh, you're invited to a wedding. Fair enough. Reach out to the page. Yeah, reach out to the page. We'll, we'll give you the details. Yeah. So. Eric's best man, reach out to him. Yeah, reach out to me. I'd love to, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> you don't even have to sing. You can just have, come and have beer. That's a, that's a good invite. I can't fault you for that. And maybe some chicken and tips. If, oh, there's pizza. There's pizza later in the night, so you can have some pizza, too. Perfect. It sound that sounds like a perfect night, really. I would think so. Go play a concert, get some get some pizza and beer. Afterwards, I I really can't think of a better way to spend a Saturday night. Nope. Because um, I know that's what I'll be doing. And he does have a few days off because he doesn't have to be in Colorado until June twenty second, which is next Thursday. Nice. So Dustin, if you're if you're listening, hit us up. Yep. Your song is our intro to the podcast, so. That is true. That's one hell of a night. You forgot about that, didn't you? You know, honestly, I kind of <laughs> did. I really, well, because we've got the, the on Wisconsin part, and then it hits the guitar yep. for one hell of a night. So, yeah. No, Dustin, if you're listening, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tag him the episode. <laughs> By all means, check us out. Come, come party with us on uh, June, June 17th. June 17th. Um, anyway, so 
We'll make room for the tour bus, everything. You don't have to worry. I think we can send somebody to Uber him. Oh, we could do that, too. Is the whole band invited? Just him. Whole band. Whole band? Does he have an opening, an opener with him? I have no idea. I mean, I'll take a look. Is the opener invited? If there is one. Sure. If it gets Dustin Ashley Lynch. Ashley Cook. Ashley Cook. She's good. Okay. Ashley Cook, Dustin Lynch. If you got nothing going on after your show, hit us up. I'll, I'll tag you in the comments here. We'd love to have you. All right. <laughs> Green Bay Blizzard taken care of, uh, which leads us to Green Bay Packers football. Uh, really, Sean, kind Not, of a qu- more quiet week. Um, Romeo Dobbs calling out Aaron Rodgers. That was, was that last week or was that? No, that was this week. We'll talk about that? that in a second. First, okay. I want to touch base on a little bit of a kind of a happy story. And like I said, tying it in with the world of baseball we just talked about. Uh, Donald Driver celebrity softball game and A.J. Dillon softball game over the weekend at also at Fox City Stadium. Uh, took place on Sunday after oh, the Timber Rattlers game. Oh, that's what was going game. on Sunday? Yep, Timber <laughs> Rattlers and then softball. Gotcha. Um, no I wonder got, there were so many people there. Right. The I did take a look at the rosters of who was playing. Um, let me take a look here. The Legends team, which was captained by Donald Driver, had... Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, Adrian Battles, Marwin Evans, James Jones, Jared Bush, Tony Maul, Cletus Hunt. Jared Bush. <laughs> He's around the area, actually. He still lives in Green Bay. Really? I think he works for the team. Um, Jared Bush, Tony Maul, Cletus Hunt, who I've not heard of in a long time. Brady Papinga, Evan, Smith, Evan Dietrich Smith, Nick Collins, Tony Fisher, uh, Bill Schrader, and a couple of Badgers also making the appearance. Uh, Shamiri DK. Miles Burkett, Tanner Mordecai, Badgers quarterback, Mabry Medauer, and Penn State wide receiver Christian Driver, all playing for the Legends. For the team current, it was A.J. Dillon, Isaiah McDuffie, Elton Jenkins, Tucker Craft, Danny Etling, Ladarius Hamilton, Pat O'Donnell, Benny Sapp, Sean Clifford, Josh Myers, Rashid Walker, John Runyon, Kingsley Ngabare, Caleb Jones, Austin Allen, Samari Torre, Bo Melton, Christian Watson, Jonathan Owens, Aaron Jones, Tyler Goodson. A lot more guys on the current roster. I don't know how they – the disparity here is insane. They probably switched, more than likely. Um, where was I? Aaron Jones, Tyler Goodson, Matt Ozrick, Justin Hollins, Chuck – what the fuck? Philagia, Jake Hansen, Luke <laughs> Tenantua, Gene DeLance, Romeo Dobbs, Keyshawn Banks, Dontavian Wicks, and Colby Wooden. Mm-hmm. Um, the current players did get the win on the a walk-off. No, they did not walk off. Donald Driver came up to the bat uh, to win the game. It was 12-11 to 11 when Donald Driver, I believe, grounded out to end the oh. game. 12-11, uh, to 11, so the current roster ends up getting the win in the celebrity softball game in Wisconsin. Always- Charlie Barron's was also involved in it as well. Oh, awesome. That was always fun to go to. We, I never went to that. We, I I went to it two or three different times when growing up. Was that was it still the Donald Driver game mm-hmm. or it was, was the Brett Favre game? No, it was just after Brett Favre. Okay, so it was a Donald Driver game. Okay, um, so yeah, awesome. You know, looks like a a blast. I do want to go to that one year or another. Have not gone, but intend to at some point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so back in the world of Packers football. As you mentioned, we'll start with this, Sean. Uh, Romeo Dobbs made some headlines last week by saying that he believes that Romeo, that Jordan Love 
can do the same thing that Aaron Rodgers did. That there's no difference between Aaron Rodgers last year and Jordan Love this year. Um, lots of pundits breaking this down over the last couple of days. Right. There's a few different ways to look at this. Um, first, most people kind of say, well, that's your guy. Now you have to say that. Right. But my kind of answer to that and where it's kind of impressive to me and where I kind of dismiss that is something that Trey Lance said or that um, George Kittle said the other day about Trey Lance. And kind of jokingly, George Kittle said, well, he's, you know, he's better than he was last year. And there's, you know, there's a ways to go. He's learning still. Um, but he's, he's better than last year. That was a big quote. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like, there's a lot of diplomatic ways to answer that question that if you kind of look, you know, if you really look into things and, you know, I'm not saying Romeo Dobbs is cerebral as some other athletes, specifically Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James, kind of that, you know, you think about how cerebral those guys are yep. with every answer and everything they do. I'm, I'm going to give Romeo Dobbs the benefit of the doubt that I don't think he's on that level. So maybe it was just kind of like, a, yeah, you know, you look at what his second, this is his second offseason right. in the NFL, or really his first offseason, his second OTAs. And yeah, maybe Jordan Love and, and Aaron Rodgers kind of prepared the same way. You assume there's some trade off. You, you got to figure how, he, he learned from them. So. And for what it's worth, I mean, there was, it wasn't like the Favre Rodgers connection where Jordan actually worked with, or Aaron actually worked with Jordan. Right. Unlike Brett with, with Aaron. Um, so you got to think that there's something to that, though, where if you look kind of deep into it, odds are Jordan Love is going to be a lot better than what he was when he started against the Chiefs. you got to assume. Um, the, the other thing that I thought about when this whole article, too, was Aaron Rodgers was 39 last year. Right. And Jordan Love's 24, 25. That sounds about right. I don't have... Somewhere, somewhere around there. But, I mean... It just shows you how good Aaron Rodgers was. Well, you know, we, we really think about this, and I, I'm glad you brought this up. That, that's the way that I took this whole thing. So so Jordan Love, for what it's worth, uh, 24 years old. He will turn 25 in November. Kind of that same yeah. late birthday that Aaron Rodgers yeah. had. So this will be his age. Technically, you're, you know, really think about his age 24 season. Right. Um. So Aaron Rodgers last year, for all the struggles and all the frustrations that he had, playing with a broken thumb and all the injuries and all mm-hmm. the excuses, whatever, still was a top 10 statistical quarterback in the NFL. And we think about the regression that he had played you know, from last year, again, playing with all those injuries and everything else kind of going on. He now, shouldn't have played. We, should, can, we can say that. I now. don't disagree with that one bit. And I said that during the season, that if, no, you, you know, I said on a weekly basis... <laughs> I want to be very clear about this. <laughs> on a weekly basis, I would say that Aaron Rodgers gives you the better chance to win. But looking back, Jordan Love probably should have started. Yes. At least one or two games in there. Because you got to figure at, at probably could have made a playoff run then. And do you think, does all this happen then? I don't know. Well, and that's, I think, maybe the writing was already in the wall inside the building that maybe that's why they didn't play him. It's, I don't it's know. It's very well possible. You know, there's there's ways to look at that too. But why I bring this all up, and you know, you look at the season that was Aaron Rodgers this last season, and his first year starting, they're very identical mm-hmm. numbers. Uh, in 2008, which is his first year as a starter, his really his third year in the league or fourth year in the league, um, Rodgers was 30, 341 of 536, 
4,038 passing yards, 28 touchdowns, which is a 5.2% uh, touchdown rate. Pretty impressive, nevertheless. Uh, 13 interceptions, 93.8 passer rating. 2022 season, he was 350 of 542. So a couple more completions on six more pass balls. Uh, so nine more completions on six more passes. He had 26 touchdowns, two less, one less interception, uh, 12 interceptions, 91.1% passer rating. So really, you got first-year starter Aaron Rodgers in that 2008-2009 season. And we, we, we also forget everybody wanted Rodgers gone in his first year, too. Everybody wanted, everybody wanted Rodgers gone before he was drafted. I remember, right. I mean, my dad, I remember my dad was so pissed. And I remember, I, I very vividly remember in my nine-year-old brain that I was trying to convince him this was a good thing because he was going to be a backup. Right. But at the same time, like, I, like, like you said, just not, there was not a really a happy fan about him being drafted. And then if you remember, like, the billboards after, like, the whole fire wanting to come back thing, it got nasty quick. And I think there is something to, like, our generation about a lot of people. I mean, was Aaron Rodgers the friendliest guy when you would meet him out? No. No. He wasn't the guy who's going to, aw, shucks, let's go buy a shot, you know, like Brett Favre would have been. Right. But that was also... Before social media, everything that way, so you could actually do that. Where no, you really can't do it. Well, right, but my main point is, as a whole for his career, there was maybe a five-year window where people actually liked Aaron Rodgers right. kind of unequivocally, without controversy, without whatever. Would, what would you say ten to fifteen? Thereabouts. Right, right around that. And it was. It was like 2010, the year that they made the play, or 20, 2009, I'd say, the 2009 mm-hmm. season, where they made the playoffs. Uh, Rodgers got face masked and lost the fumble, but they didn't, obviously no penalty. Right. Arizona wins and goes on to um, win that game in overtime on a strip sack. Um, the, the Super Bowl year, a couple years after, probably through 2014, and then that 2015 and the meltdown in Seattle. Yep. And then I'd probably even say 2016. He still gets the benefit of the doubt with the run the table year. But then after that, it went south again so quick. Because mm-hmm. 17, he gets hurt. Yep. 18, aside from that week one game where they beat Chicago after he, mm-hmm. I mean, he mm-hmm. broke his leg. Right. He breaks his leg, plays all season with it. Um, ends up, McCarthy ends up getting fired at the end of the season, which was probably about a year and a half overdue anyway. Very much so. But McCarthy gets fired at the end of the season, and then the first year of LeFleur, Packers go an ugly 13-3. Still 13-3. Yep. Gets to the NFC Championship game against all odds and get boat raced by San Francisco. Yep. Then the Jordan Love draft pick goes, and the clock's ticking. Yep. And, I mean, people... By that point, I mean... It's kind of, it's different than like the Jordan LeBron debate, but it's like everybody compares him to Tom Brady. And that's that's a fair comparison mm-hmm. because they play at the same time and they even played head to head for a opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Um Tom Brady was an anomaly. If yeah. you really think about how successful that guy was in the playoffs and how successful that team was what, seven Super Bowls mm-hmm. championships out of nine appearances? Yep. So no, ten appear 
was it six out of nine or seven out of ten? Because he lost three. He lost two to the Giants, one to the Eagles. I think it's seven out of ten. I th- think he's got seven. Yes, he does. Um, but really, that is such an anomaly of sports yeah. where everyone shits on Aaron Rodgers for going one and what, one and five in yeah. the championship games. Getting there six times should be the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, you win one, which, I mean, it sucks. Right. They should have won the 15-1 against Seattle. There's no debate about that. They didn't. No fault of his own. He didn't get to touch the ball in overtime. Could have got, <coughs> you flipped that Arizona game that he got face mess at the end. You could potentially have another one. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at that one. That was wild card weekend. Um, I can't remember who they would have played, but they the Saints ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, and I um, think that, that Saints team wasn't anything to write home about. No, I mean they got they got lucky that Brett Favre threw the interception right on a broken ankle. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking that was the year that Arizona went, wasn't it? Because it was Roger. It was Favre's first year in Minnesota. In Minnesota. No, that, you're, no, I'm getting confused. Yeah, no. They had the year with the Jets. I forgot the year with the yep. Jets, the yep. first year. So, yep. yes, it was the same year. Didn't he have two years at the Jets? No, he had one with the Jets, two with Did the Vikings. Did he only have one? I, okay, so the first year with the Jets is the first year Aaron Rodgers is a starter. Um, Jets miss, miss the playoffs. Packers miss the playoffs. Packers go to the playoffs, and that NFC Championship game was Vikings-Saints. Yep. And the infamous Paul Allen call of when Brett Favre gets picked off. What are you doing? This isn't Detroit. You're playing for the Super Bowl. It has to be one of my all-time favorite radio calls. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't involve, like, a win for the team that I like. Yep. So, and then the year after was the year that Favre was awful for the Vikings, and the whole Vikings were awful. Brad Childress gets fired after the Packers beat them, and then the Packers go to the Super Bowl and win. Yep. But... With that, like I said, just kind of one of those, like, only a few years where he really had the whole city, the whole Packer community. I think even in the, the recent years here, there's still probably more positive than negative, but the negative was a lot louder. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which, whatever, I'm not going to get into that. That's a That could be another hour here of us sitting yeah. here and going back and forth. But nevertheless, we're still here. Um, Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback this year, barring injury. And really, you know, I know we talked about this last week. We talked about John Kuhn's tweet about how the Packers, bigger, faster, stronger, younger than mm-hmm. they have been in mm-hmm. recent years. Um, from all reports, I guess, you know, we had another day of OTAs open to media earlier this weekend, or earlier this week, I should say. Um, Really, again, kind of another up and down, kind of learning. One a really interesting comment that I had heard is that right now Jordan Love is learning in practice when it is okay to take a risk. And then it's a very significant kind of conversation that one predecessor never risked, or right. very rarely risked. The predecessor before that was all risk. But as a whole, you know, you really look at that conversation of kind of getting up to speed. You have their, you know, most guys are in town. Yep. <laughs> what a perfect, I mean, really what a perfect way to say that a guy is sh- struggling and learning, but also like you see positives, 
Right. Um, so the, the practice the other day was he did have a turnover in the two-minute drill portion. Um, so that was obviously kind of a a downer. The, one of the cardinal sins of the two-minute mm-hmm. drill. Mm-hmm. Um, as mentioned, Lafleur saying, I think it's a great learning experience. We'd rather have that happen in practice than a game. Certainly there's going to be those moments there is for every quarterback. I think I do think there's going to be growing pains this year. Oh, certainly. I, I really do. But the thing everybody's got to realize is he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Brett Favre. He's, he's Jordan Love. He's Jordan Love. And that's okay. Um, I, I think that's very okay. Wait. If we get 75% of what he can be, I think we'll be doing fine. Absolutely. Um, so the young receivers, the, you know, the, the connection with, with Dobbs and Watson is already there, which yep. you kind of figured would be after being the QB1 in OTAs last year and uh, mini camps, everything with that. So, um, Which that I'm really excited for. For what? For him to have the connection with, with Dobbs and Watson already. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it kind of it reminds you of Rodgers's connection when he first came up with Jordy and with Randall Cobb. Absolutely. That's kind of the what I'm... The timing. Right. The timing is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels feels right kind of thing. And hopefully, and hopefully now with getting those two tight ends in the draft, you can get kind of the what Jermichael Finley was for Rodgers, everything that way. I just think I think that tight end is that security blanket. Luke Musgrave, from all reports, and obviously I, I'm you know not one of the credentialed media members to go watch OTAs, but from all reports, Luke Musgrave has been killing it in OTAs. Looks the part, getting starting reps already. Which I mean, there's really nobody in front of him. <laughs> depending on how you feel about Tyler Davis. Which, Which I know we, we ta- know how you feel about Tyler Davis. <laughs> we know exactly how I feel about Tyler Davis. It makes no sense to me how he has a NFL job. But um, yeah, Luke Musgrave. He's a good team guy. He must be a great <laughs> locker room guy. I, 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 I got nothing. I really don't. Um, yeah, that's that's all. That's all I can say <laughs> is he must be a great locker room guy, and he is. Rick Basaccia must really love this guy, which I know we have an improved uh, or increased focus on special teams last year and change. I don't see how he, I mean, unless he's a great personal protector or something, I, I just don't get it. I yeah. I don't watch enough film. I know talking to Mason, he's just as confused as I am, <laughs> but that is uh, not my responsibility, I guess, to figure out. Nope. Um, it's a little above our pay grade really too bad that it is. I would love to have that decision. <laughs> if I could be Brian Gutekunst for a day, give, now that we're past the whole Rodgers thing, that is the first move I would make. <laughs> I would find literally anybody with NFL, like who is like an NFL caliber tight end, bring him in on a vet minimum contract or whatever, and kick him to the curb. I just, I don't get it. No. Uh, anyway. Like Jared Cook would be way better. I would love to have Jared Cook right now. Jared, who's another older tight end that we... Can Jermichael Finley, like, fix his neck like Edge did, the wrestler? Is that is that a conversation we can have? Uh, I don't think it, I don't think so. 
Jason Witten got anything left in the tank? <laughs> Greg Olson. Yeah, Greg Olson. I mean, Tom Brady's coming for his job next year. Can he strap up for a year and we can get another tight end next year? That's uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> um, Hayden Hurst is a free agent. Or no, I guess these are all new contracts. Never mind. I want. I'm just trying to look to see who's off free agent still. Um, these guys signed yet? Evan Ingram is was franchised. Hayden Hurst went to the Panthers. Maybe somebody on this list. Parker Hess. Never heard of him. He's still free agent, formerly of the Atlanta Falcons. Can't even make it on the Falcons. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is still available. Eh. George Swaim, Jeff Swaim, excuse me. Wasn't he a Packer? No, it was Brett Swain. Brett Swain, okay. And then Dale Swain was a bench coach for the Brewers and interim manager. Yep, yep, I remember that. But they were spelled different. Kyle Rudolph is still a free agent. Cameron Brait. Yeah, Looks like these guys one. are all still available. You got. You can't tell me that Cameron Brait or Kyle Rudolph, formerly Buccaneers, is doing all that much. Richard Rogers. Bring back Richard <laughs> Rogers. Cut Tyler Davis. You know, I always say I'm not one to advocate for somebody to, to lose the food off the table, lose their job. This is one of them. <laughs> I I I like Adrian Hauser more than I like Tyler Davis. Ooh, that's really saying something. So. For the listeners of this show, that's that goes like Sean said. That goes a long way. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, defense kind of coming along. What more can you say? I right. mean, it's OTAs, it's shorts. Right. Um, obviously, we'll find out a lot more with mini camp starting in a couple weeks, and then training camp in July. So by the time we record again in a couple weeks, we'll have probably a lot more to talk about with mini camps either being in the books or just about to start or having a couple in the practice books. So. Plenty to talk about there. Um, just real quick, Sean, I know it's not Wisconsin sports here, but I did want to talk about the world of soccer. And just oh, okay. real quick on this, uh, Lionel Messi signing with Inter-Miami. Um, $5 million a year deal, I believe. Did you, see, did you see how crazy tickets went? That's what I was going to mention. So the closest MLS franchise to... Uh, to us here is the Chicago Fire FC. For a normal game, the, or the game before they would play Inter-Miami, which is October 4th, tickets are $30. For the game that Inter-Miami plays against Chicago in Chicago, tickets are $300. Right. Um, this reminds me, I mean, every once in a while you kind of get like a, a washed up player. Mm-hmm. Playing in the MLS, you know, you look at David Beckham was at the very end of his soccer career. Yep. Um, the Ivor Mavic, Zoltan, whatever his name was. Sure. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like long yeah, hair. Yep, yep. I know who you're talking about, but I, don't, I couldn't pronounce it. Um, very end of his career. Lionel Messi is not in that stage. Right. And that's, I think, very exciting for American soccer, which, I mean, I don't love soccer. I, I mm-hmm. will watch it. Mm-hmm. I like watching the World Cup. and Right. I would love to get more into club soccer. I just, the, you know, the extent of club soccer that I know, I know a little bit from playing FIFA. And I've gotten really big into <laughs> Ted Lasso as of late, um, which is hilarious, by the way. I know it just it just wrapped up its third and final season a couple weeks ago. Um, phenomenal show. Hilarious. Definitely recommend 
checking that out if you haven't. But anyway, um, this is huge for MLS, right? And it's huge for American sports, I would say. Oh, for sure. I mean, you have a possibility to make soccer the, what, kind of maybe even past the NHL? Uh, I would say so. I mean, I don't, maybe I'm biased against with MLB being where it is. Um, I think MLB's made some significant improvements. I still think they are terrible at marketing their stars. Right. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. But it's trending in the right direction, hopefully. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the biggest hope, especially, I know, you know, the Brewers are really affected by the potential um, regional sports shutdowns with Bally Sports Wisconsin. But if the MLB would be able to have like kind of like a universal thing and make their game more watchable for more people where you didn't have local blackouts on the MLB.tv, mm-hmm. if you didn't have the social media stuff cut down how it is, it would be so much better. But again, MLB tries to, you know, they, they poop the bed at every turn yep. with their own marketing. But yep. the NHL, we've got the NHL playoffs on. We've got the Stanley Cup finals going on right now. We're watching as we record. I really think that this could be the sport that MLS passes with I a legitimate so. superstar in Lionel Messi and potentially... How old is Messi? I want to say he's in his early 30s. I could be wrong on that. Um, but, I mean, he was the huge part of Argentina winning the World Cup right. six months ago. Right. Um, and what that does, though, is it, first of all, it shows that there is money to spend. He's 35. But it does show that there is money to spend on American soccer. Right. Like people will spend the money for it, or club owners will um, spend the money for it. But then also, you get more people here. I know this was a big talk with uh, David Beckham like almost 20 years ago now. Yeah. But David Beckham was at the very end of his career. He was hurt quite frequently. Um, Landon Donovan never really had that sh- uh, that power that staying power mm-hmm. um, was very instrumental to U.S. soccer and kind of looking at that that rise of this generation where the U.S. men's soccer team very well could be a contender for the 2026 World Cup uh, champions. I mean, they were a long shot odds, made the quarterfinals in this year, this last year's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of getting some of those guys, you know. U.S. soccer is in a very good place for probably the best place it's ever been where you look at there's a lot of U.S. born and U.S. national team players playing in Europe and playing the Premier League, playing the Champions League, whatever. Um, And now you guys have have guys coming here over the Saudi League, over the Premier League, whatever. Um, And again, ticket sales, that's kind of the only downside is that the ticket sales are going to make it hard for the average sports fan mm-hmm. to go to it, but your passionate base is going to go, and there's going to be an influx on people going because it is Lionel Messi. Yeah, um, but I don't think that I think they're going to go down after this first. After this first kind of go through, I'm this, sure in this some first capacity. month, I think there's probably still going to be a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, but it might, it, it'd be worth it at that point. I, I would love to see Lionel Messi play mm-hmm. in person. That just the the experiences you know there's always you always want to see the greats right right i mean bias aside you know again we talk just kind of looping this back to wisconsin sports we got to see aaron Rodgers. we got to see brett Favre. 
okay. You're going there. I thought you were going somewhere else. You've gotten, you know, we have Giannis in our backyard. The NBA does, the NBA does this great. And I'm glad that the MLB actually went to this, where you play every team every season mm-hmm. in some capacity. Like, you can get rid of a couple of division games to play everybody. Yeah. Where every other year, because they, you know, you go home and home, yep. you switch off. But every other year, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are coming to Milwaukee. Right. As opposed to every Aaron six Ju- years. Aaron Judge. I mean. Exactly. And the NBA does this really good where, and, you know, load management is what it is, but. Fucking load management. Every year, you have one opportunity to see LeBron James. You have an opportunity to see John Morant or maybe not John Morant really? next year. <laughs> but really? I'm just, that's I'm, the person. Nikola Jokic, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid. You have Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. You have all these opportunities to see these top guys in the league in your arena at least once a year, no matter what conference, no matter what division, etc. Yep. And that's something that I mean, the NFL just doesn't have the luxury of a long enough season to do that. No. That's that's perfectly fine. Right. But and if NFL is branded so good, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, the NFL. I mean, well, I shouldn't say branded, but. You can you can watch any game anytime you want. The NFL, to their credit, has nailed social media. Right. And has been probably the best sport taking advantage of betting as well as fantasy sports. Oh gosh, yeah. Because I mean you're we're both in fantasy baseball right now. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the hell's going on. No. I've played fantasy baseball for probably close to almost five, six years now. Right. I know that you have to have good pitching, but yep. I have no idea what the hell's That's going on. That's about it. And you have to be like on that every single day, and it's it's just hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's there's people who love doing it. I have no idea how you play fancy basketball. No, I've tried doing that a couple times. Yeah, fancy sock or ho- fancy hockey is even more confusing. I did that one year. I think I logged in like twice. I just hoped for the best. Mm-hmm. I didn't win a championship. Pretty much. But fancy football, because you have such a narrowed down. I mean, Thursday, some Saturdays, right. Sunday. Monday, just ran with it. And fantasy football has been king for 20-some-odd years now. Yeah. If you really look at it. I mean, I remember just my stupid brain being how it is, but I remember having conversations about fantasy football, like really embracing the early days of what, like the modern internet, really, mm-hmm. too. And even before that, I mean, there was a there was a platform for it, but the internet made fantasy football so easy. Right. And just the, the way people ran with it. The show the league didn't hurt either. No. But all in all, I mean, just NFL has been incredible at that, where they don't need to have 30-some games so everybody can play. It, it, yeah. it wouldn't be realistic, first of right. all. But, um, yeah, all, like I said, just it's phenomenally done. Um, and that's where having a talent like that close enough. Again, you, you can go to Chicago. You can go to Minnesota here in Wisconsin. Um, a lot of the metropolitan cities have teams. You know, you look at like a Houston or a Boston or L.A., whatever, New York, New Jersey, all have these teams. So you're getting into the biggest media markets in the country, too. So there's a lot of open doors for exposure to greatness. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So that's a little soccer tangent. Nothing about the actual game itself. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. What about the... What about golf? Live golf and the PGA doing a merger. 
Did you see this? Or? I did see this. Um, I have very mixed feelings on this. Right. I did too. So I'm going to try to keep this as like journalistically neutral as possible. I feel awful for a lot of Americans. Right. I, I think it's if you really kind of look at, you know, the funding of Live Golf. And there was great golfers in it. And, you know, mm. I, I, I'm not taking away from those golfers. Um, they made financial choices that would have been hard to avoid. Right. That's a lot, um, of, a lot of money to give up. My problem with it is you had this huge, big ado a couple years back when, when Liv first mm-hmm. went. <clears throat> and then you had the PGA drew such a line in the sand with which ultimately I think only really mattered for one tournament. Right. And that was the PGA Tour Championship, mm-hmm. which is also, for what it's worth, it's really stupid this in June. I love the fact that it was in August. It was a perfect time for a major. Yep. Because instead you're going U.S. Open and, and the, the PGA like back yep. to back. Yep. Um, neither here nor there. But it's just one of those things where you drew this hard line in the sand and then, I mean, you caved. Mm-hmm. And it's not like there wasn't money coming in on the PGA. Right. And you still had a bunch of the good guys. You had some of the best in the world were on your side of things. Most of the best of the world were on your side of things. And for lack of a better term, you sold out. And again, that's a financial decision that, you know, board of directors or whatever, the commissioner, I don't even know how it's governed or whatever. But that's a lot of money to turn down. That's like generational wealth coming in, Mm -hmm. which a lot of these guys already have, but neither here nor there. The problem I have with it, though, because you drew such a hard line in the sand, you took these, not political stances, but you took hard stances on things, and then within two years, you sold out. Yep. And it's a real, you know, you you claim to have this integrity and, you know, you're feeling bad for, again, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the politics of it. Yeah. You can, you can really kind of lose the argument there um, within the politics, depending on where you see things, but... You you draw this line in the sand and then you cave on it almost immediately when the price became right. Yep. And there are I think there's a lot of people who aren't going to watch golf anymore. Yeah, I agree with you there. And am I going to be one of those people? Probably not. I mean, the Masters is must watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, am I probably going to sit and watch a random whatever they call it now because it's going to be rebranded? Right. Am I going to watch a random PGA event like the the um, waste management open or whatever? Probably not. I think that'll probably be my. But the other thing, if it's on, there's nothing else on. It's always fun to watch golf. It is, but I don't. I honestly, I think I'm gonna stop watching other than majors. Probably. And even, I mean, the Masters is must watch. U.S. Open is incredible. I love watching the British Open just because it's such a night and day different mm-hmm. um, course courses than we have here. Right. But yeah, that was that is a hard pill to swallow, and awful optics. Yeah. For the PGA, and for a lot of families out there, that's how I'm gonna say it. Yep. I think I did a pretty good job avoiding the, mm-hmm. the big stuff mm-hmm. there. Um, I don't know. It's just something I, I I wanted to talk about today. I seen it and 
So with that, Sean, we'll put a bow on this episode with what we always do and what we are rooting for in the upcoming weeks. Because we do have a couple of weeks, as mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, taking a couple of weeks off for your wedding and just kind of the summer, a little bit of a summer break as well. Um, nothing against our sports world, but it's brewer season and local baseball. Yep. And just the reality is not a whole lot of people want to talk about that. But right. uh, we are going to run it back coming after... Uh, the week after the wedding, so week of the 26th through the 30th, we will be back in studio to record, talk sports, catch the world up on what, how things have been, catch you up on Sean's wedding, um, and everything else kind of going on at that point. But with that said, Sean, what are you rooting for in the upcoming week? And I know you said it already, so I'm going to give you the floor. Well, I, I, I guess i got to go for my wedding, right? That's two weeks away. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. It's only a week. Yeah, I know. but So I think that's what I'm rooting for, just if. Just to marry my best friend and... We're not getting married. I know, I'm just... Not you. The other one. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, it'll just be a... It'll be a great time. I'm very excited for that day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very excited. My speech is going to be awesome. That's all I'm going to say. But, anyway, um, I did want to talk just a couple of sports things here real quick, just besides the wedding. You had mentioned for this weekend, 24 Hours Le Mans. Yep. Um... With a NASCAR V8. Did you did you see the times difference? They're like four seconds faster. Mm-hmm. Three and a half, I think. V8 instead of that electric BS and Wait, sounds so much nicer. It does too. I'm I'm I always try to watch 24 Hours of Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna be watching 24 Hours of Le Mans at some point in some capacity. Yep, in some. Capacity. Obviously not all 24 hours because I have things to do. Do you though? Some stuff. <laughs> but um, and I like to sleep. But Sleeps for the week. 24 Hours Le Mans, first ever NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson driving, one of the three drivers. Um, Who are the other two? I have no idea. Oh, come on. But really kind of one of the pinnacle of the sports car world. I, I, hope, I hope NASCAR beats everybody. I would love that. I mean, just, just that'd be the ultimate. Because I, I don't think an American's won 24 Hours no, Le Mans in a long time. Very long time. Um. But, yeah, just one of those kind of really cool things in the sports world that um, doesn't get a whole lot of shine in the common, the mainstream. But with NASCAR sending over a super modified NASCAR um, with a loud V8 over in Europe, that's going to be fun. Um, Other sports stuff. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. And just kind of like a blanket statement. We have so much going on in the state of Wisconsin still. With 67 was the last time an American won. Really? Wow. Who was it? Uh, AJ Foyt. Really? Nice. Um, we have so much in our backyards here for Wisconsin sports. I mean, I know baseball's not for everybody, but you have high school state baseball. You've got girls softball going on in Madison right now. Um, the Rocker, all those Northwoods leg teams I went through earlier, which... I'm not going to do it again because it's a lot of teams. <laughs> but there's so many. Every part of the state has something. Right. So check them out. Uh, the Wisconsin Timberlands playing great baseball right now. Or hot baseball. I shouldn't not great. I haven't seen them to confirm if it's great or not. But playing hot baseball right now. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are in first place. You've got, if you're, if you're a football fan, you've got one more shot to see the, the Blizzard in regular season. All their games are on YouTube for free. Check them out. Um, and you said they're making a playoff push, right? They are. They're four and six. 
or four and five right now. One game out of 500, making a playoff push. Last regular season game at the Rush Center, uh, Friday night, Jan- June 9th. Um, just, I'm just trying to think. I mean, basketball fans. I mean, Wisconsin Glow right now, women's pro basketball, is in Wisconsin and Oshkosh right now. Lots of former Green Bay players there. Um, you know, your summer leagues, your, you know, your little league. You know, there's plenty of stuff to watch, plenty of stuff to do. We have such a beautiful state. Go hit one of the golf courses or go for a, just a walk in our, our state parks. I mean, just really, that is my route for. Yep. Enjoy Wisconsin for being one of the most picturesque states that there is with a bunch of stuff to do. Yep. I mean, if you can't find some sort of entertainment, being outdoors, watching sports, or whatever it is, first of all, if you listen to this show and don't like sports and you're an hour and a half in and to our 117th episode, you are a trooper. Right. But get a, in the next three weeks, I, I challenge everyone to see at least one sporting event or take advantage of one Wisconsin sporting activity. Is that the right yeah. word I'm looking oh, for? Uh, yeah, probably. Outdoors activity. There you go. Something outside. Do something in our awesome state. We've got so much to take advantage of. Go fishing. I mean, we have the Great Lake. We have two Great Lakes in our state. We've got the where the land. I mean, Minnesota's the land of lakes, but we have more lakes than them. Right. Go fishing. Go for a walkout. Just do something to take advantage of Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. That's, a, that, that's our advice. That is our. That is my other route for. Um, besides your wedding, because that takes priority. You sure? Yes. <laughs> we we are going to. Does a state park for our pictures for the wedding. So, which one? Devil's River State Park, State Campground, Campground. I got that. Devil, it's by Maribel. By Mar- Maribel Caves. Oh sure. Longs I've got to walk too far, and there's beer. There'll be beer on the bus. Perfect. You didn't say anything about the walk far, but I'll I'll take your word for it. Hey, it's marked out sure. <laughs> Still haven't said anything about it. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I'm going to focus on the positives here. Uh, green, our bar of the week. You know what? Let's do Eddie Whips. Okay, let's do Eddie Whips. Um, kind of an important night. Yep. Going to take place there. Uh, so Eddie Whips Dining Hall and Bar, 4.4 stars on Google uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Let's see some of the reviews here. Sean, have you been there to eat? I have not been there to eat. I can't. <laughs> not helping me out here. I've not either. But no, my first time will we, be. We've wanted to go, but it nothing's just lined up where we can go. Um, some of the reviews here: five stars reviews from uh, Jesse F. Food was great. Service was good. Thank you. Looks great. Looks like a bunch of fish, French fries, possibly fried pickles. Mm. Uh, first time here. Five star review from Joseph. Uh, was not disappointed. Bar service was great. Food was incredible. Some of the best roasted chicken I've ever had, and their baked chicken had flavor out of this world. Definitely recommend. Um, another five-star review. Just had Easter lunch at Eddie's. Only two words can describe this place. Excellent and fantastic. Great that's, drink. That's three words. They're not counting hand. Excellent, fantastic. I, I know, Sean. Not my words. Um, great drink, service, food, and price. What more do you want from Tom Goss? So, plenty of awesome reviews. We will get back to you on the week of June 26th through the 30th, whatever works out for us to record that week. With that, like I said, 
Hit us up for your wedding advice, your marital advice for Sean. Dustin Lynch, if you're listening. Yep, Dustin Lynch, Ashley Cook, if you're listening. Bring the band. Let's party. Get in touch with me. Yep. Let's have a good time. Let's have a great time. We're going to have one hell of a night. Sean's wedding episode 117 is in the books. For Shauna, Ramsey, Justin not here. I'm Eric. That's Sean. We're out. See ya. See ya.